This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 9th of September. Justin, Apple's just sent out invites to an event on September 14. And you know what that means, my friend? What does it yep, mean? Yep, the GOAT will be launching a new iPhone and a new Apple Watch. But don't expect big changes, my friend. Ooh. Experts reckon this is just an incremental update. As they do every second year. Mm-hmm. Brett, Toyota is set to spend a massive $13 billion US dollars by 2030 mm-hmm. to develop batteries as the car industry prepares to get a Electrified. Three highly energizing stories today, battery style, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first, Microsoft is buying a Brisbane based startup named ClipChamp. Microsoft really stealing Kylie Jenner's pregnancy thunder <laughs> here. So, what is the story? Okay, Microsoft really needs no introduction, mm-hmm. but very quickly, it's a $2 trillion tech company famous for its office software. Now, it's purchased an Aussie video editing startup called ClipChamp. Just like Canva revolutionized document design from difficult tools Mm -hmm. like Photoshop and PowerPoint, ClipChamp has done the same with video editing. They target non-professionals and non-creatives with a video creation platform and they've obviously caught the eye of Microsoft. Now, unfortunately, Justin, we don't know how much the company was bought for. That's the fun part. I know. And while ClipChamp's founders initially thought the sale would be their exit strategy, they do reckon Microsoft's culture and goals are similar to their own. So they're coming on board to join Microsoft's 365 division. So what is the key learning here? An exit strategy isn't just just a planned call from your mate to get out of a really bad date. No, no. In the business world, an exit strategy is kind of like a contingency plan by investors Mm -hmm. or business owners to exit a business once it's met some predetermined criteria. Whether that's profit, whether that's the company's valuation, or whether that's just time. Now, angel investors or business founders who put money into the business at the start will generally get some cash out. And one of the ways investors do this is through a nice tasty acquisition. But Jazzy Boy, in this case, the crew at ClipChamp decided to put their exit strategy plans on hold mm-hmm. and move on over to Microsoft 365. For our second story, after much talk, a little bit of heckling and laughing, El Salvador <laughs> has officially become the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin Ooh. as legal tender. Welcome to the future, Justin. What is the story? Quick geography lesson, Brett. Mm. El Salvador is a country in Central America, mm. bordered by Honduras and Guatemala. And it has a pretty forward-thinking president. Mm-hmm. He's a big crypto fan, so he's casually decided to allow El Salvadorians to make everyday purchases with Bitcoin. This is absolutely enormous. It is, Brett. The El Salvador government has been busy building crypto ATMs. But it's literally like a real-world experiment. No country has ever done this before. And why are they doing this now? Well, there's a few reasons, my friend, but in particular because of something named remittances. Mm-hmm. Six billion US dollars is sent as gifts from overseas family members to El Salvadorians every single year. Let me hit you with a stat, my friend. That's 23% of El Salvador total GDP. Huge. But now they'll be able to transfer the money via crypto and potentially save billions in transfer fees. So what is the key learning here? There always needs to be a first. El Salvador is the guinea pig for whether Bitcoin can work as legal tender globally. And Brett, you better believe that other countries <laughs> are watching on with a lot of interest and a lot of popcorn. It could either inspire new countries to also use Bitcoin as legal tender or it could expose Bitcoin's shortfalls. But whether other countries adopt it or not, mm-hmm. this is a big step for crypto. Yep, it's created a whole new world of alternative financial services. Which could facilitate receiving remittances from abroad. And attract new investors to the country. For our third and final story, Facebook reckons it's finally ready to launch its most ambitious product in years, a digital wallet. Fair to say the Zuck never stops and he never sleeps because he's a <laughs> robot. What is the story here? Alright, we know Facebook's been working behind the scenes on a crypto called DM. 
DM. Now, it was formerly named Libra, but, you know, DM sounds cooler. Seize the DM. <laughs> DM is a stable coin, which means that it's pegged to an external asset like the US dollar mm-hmm. or the Australian dollar. And now, Facebook's preparing to launch their very own digital wallet called Novi. Now, when you deposit money into your little Novi wallet, mm-hmm. Facebook will convert it into DM, very complicated, <laughs> so you can send it around the world. And they're hoping to launch DM and Novi by the end of this year. It's all too complicated, Justin, but they're facing a little bit of a pushback from regulators. Which is kind of the story of Facebook's life, isn't it? This time, regulators are worried that Facebook's digital payment plans could shake up the entire, and I mean entire, global financial system. So what is the key learning here? The payment space is heating up. you got PayPal. you got Visa and MasterCard, obviously. You've got Stripe and heaps of others, including El Salvador. <laughs> but here's what's interesting, because Facebook's been facilitating digital payments for years, but they haven't really been focusing on this area as a way to make money. But a lot of their ambitions are actually tied to innovations in the digital payment space. Mm -hmm. And with DM and Novi, Facebook can now actually start to monetize payments with their own product. Think moving into e-commerce with their shopping platform. And building out the metaverse. (laughs) They'll start by launching free peer-to-peer payments next year. And then they'll start facilitating paid transactions between people and merchants. And that's when we can expect the money to be rolling in. Mm -hmm. Fox fam, a big shout out to the fast Argonaut who says he loves the podcast straight to the point, makes the five-minute drive to the Sunshine Coast even more enjoyable. A lot of new members of the Flux family lately, Mm -hmm. Justin. Flux fam, we would love to give you a shout-out. So if you give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, you can expect a really nice one from us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.